Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world. That ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. And let's talk about what lessons are found. Let's hang out. And let's listen to two lesbians shout. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Les Hangout, the podcast that just wants to know, what have I got to do to make you love me? Nothing, What do I got to do to make you care? Just be yourself. Um, I just don't get to open with Elton John enough, you know? Mm-hmm. It's surprising because we're a gay podcast, but you know. I know. Not we that kind really of gay. make more of an effort. <laughs> From the West Coast, I'm Lee Holmes Foster. From the East Coast, I'm Ellie Brigida. To those of you who have been with us through this whole journey, thank you as always for listening. And if you're a new listener, welcome. We're excited to have you here. Here's what's happening this week. This week in the Lesdom. This week in the Lesdom is a place where we can touch base each episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise. We have five spots left for our Trova trip to Croatia in September. If you want to sign up, you can do that at bit.ly slash Croatia. We also want to remind you in season six, we have started releasing bonus episodes for our Patreon supporters. So if you join our Patreon at any level, you get access to all of those episodes. Our latest one came out on Fire Island. That was our seventh episode so far. We're going to have more coming up. So if you want to join, you can do that at bit.ly slash lespatreon. In a few weeks, Yellow Jacket season two comes out and we are celebrating with Yellow Jacket's premiere trivia. That is March 26th at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Join us on Zoom, play some trivia, and then we will watch the season two premiere together. We are so excited. In the Greater Les Universe, I know you all saw that video of Jamie Lee Curtis planting a big one on Michelle Yeoh at the SAG Awards. Amazing. Jamie Lee. Did you also see that Jamie Lee was afterwards was like, what? I did that. Like she was like, she's like, I blacked out. She's like, I completely. Listen, many was- of us in our fever dreams would also make out with Michelle Yeoh. Like it's a totally understandable. <laughs> she's situation. like, I didn't see it until someone showed it to me. She's like, it didn't happen to me until I saw the video. Incredible. Crazy. Angela Bassett did the thing. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm here. I'm with us. <laughs> yes. In the Greater Les Universe, Zaya Wade walked her first runway show this week. Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union have been so supportive of their beautiful trans daughter. And now Zaya is living her life, being a fucking model because, of course, look at her parents. And I'm just super excited to see what else she does. 
And it is far better news than our next bullet point because, listen, I think many of you who listen to the show, you will know we try to keep this a positive, upbeat space, not because we do not care about many of the things going on in the world and in politics and in whatever, but just because we know that this is a place that is a... An sanctuary, an escape yes. for a lot of queer people, and we try to keep it a place that is a safe, happy, positive place to come to. So with that being said, if that is where you would like to remain, please feel free to like skip ahead uh, for a minute or so, and like it's cool, we will catch you back in the episode. But we also feel like there are certain times where it's just necessary to also maybe speak out, and so with all of the legislation like the drag ban that just went in in Tennessee, all of the many, many pieces of anti-drag, anti-trans, anti-gay legislation, and specifically with a lot of the anti-trans legislation, things that are laws being passed designed to make states unsafe for trans kids, to make transition or uh, or appropriate medical care impossible for kids or trans people to access in many, many states in the country right now, that it is time for a lot of the queer community and especially for a lot of the cis members of the community like us to be vocal and to to be clear about the fact that this is not okay and that that we need to step up a little bit and find ways to really help out our trans family out there. So we are aware um, if there are things that we know of that people can do to help, we will try to be sharing those resources on our social media channels and things like that as well. But just, you know, we are paying attention. We know we don't always use this as a a space to call this kind of stuff out, but we are calling it out because it's not good and there's a lot of really scary stuff out there right now. So that's all, unless unless you want to add anything, Ellie. No, you said it all perfectly. It is scary and horrible, and we are with you. We hope that we can be a space where you feel safe, in especially when you have a lot, a lot, a lot of places that are really going out of their way to make you feel unsafe. So I'm very sorry about that from a from a human being standpoint. That is what's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee. We are so excited to bring you episode 15 of season six, Romancing the Stone. Super excited. And we don't have a guest today. It's just me and Lee. It's just us. It's just us. It's, which honestly, we love when it's I love just when us, it's though. just the two of us. Oh, yeah. Hit me. <laughs> we can make it if we try. Just the two of us. You and I. You know what I mean? Yeah, whatever. Show up. <laughs> I'm also like a little bit raspy, so I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I like it. It was working for yeah, me. I was digging it. definitely it. works for that yeah. R&B style. It does. It but good. today, uh, we are talking about, Lee came up with this topic earlier today. So walk us through, what are we talking about today, Lee? Yes. So here's the thing. So I read this book. I like finished it maybe like a, a couple weeks back. And the book is called Those Who Wait by Haley Cass. And I think a lot of people probably have read it. I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm... You know me, I've been making the rounds of like lesbian romance novels, like just can't get enough of them. This one I think is pretty popular. And 
I wanted to talk about one. There was one thing about it that like has just been sitting in my mind. And I know you haven't read the book, so I'm just going to give you like a real quick overview of how I think it relates and why I wanted to, to dig into this topic. Right. So you have two women. They meet on a dating app. One of them is like just recently came out and is like, I'm also into women like, bah, I don't know how to do this. The other one is not closeted, but she's a politician. Right. Mm. And so she keeps her private life dalliances very private and doesn't date, like doesn't do relationships. Right. Yep. You can see where this is heading. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Obviously, they do a relationship. Uh, Weird. They do they do a relationship in the way that like the the politician is very like this isn't a relationship. We're just friends with benefits, and it's totally fine until you know kind of like things come to a head. And then, I mean, obviously, it's a it's a romance novel. Like it has a happy ending. That that's fine. That's not the part I want to talk about. The part I wanted to talk about is. That there is this trope, right? Like, and I don't know what to call the trope necessarily because I don't think romancing the stone is the right trope. But this trope of like the I can change your mind, like I can make yes, you like a relationship person. Yeah, like when honestly, this is like okay, this is with everything. But I think this yeah. particular topic of like. Okay, you start seeing someone and they're like, I don't want a relationship. And they say, I don't want a relationship. I don't want a relationship. And you keep hearing them say that, but like completely ignoring it. And your brain is like, sure, 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 sure. So a relationship is what you're saying. You're like, okay, so you don't want to use the word relationship, but we'll do all the activities of a relationship until you decide we are in a relationship. Yes. Yeah. And I and I've been thinking about it. It's it's been mulling, right? Like it's been mulling in my head like why I was so stuck on this trope. And the reason that I think I'm so stuck on it and the reason that I want us to talk about it is I want to dig into is this different than the way this trope plays out in straight media like books, movies, whatever or not? And if so, how is it different? Because I feel like it is and I I want to talk about it and I also want to talk about like some of the times where I feel like it is and some of the times where I'm like is it actually though here like you're just I'm okay not so, so you're just saying like in lesbian relationships in general this trope or you're saying this particular book that you read which I haven't read so no, I'm no, no. not in, sure <laughs> in me yeah in media okay. in general I mean obviously I can talk about like some of the things in the book that I think jumped out at me or like are sticking with me but I feel like this is there's this trope that is present a lot that we see in a lot of media, right? And I think we've seen it a lot, especially historically in straight situ, like in in straight pairings. Yeah, right? like in so many of our should have been gays because those girls are gay. Where they're like, well, oh, I want to, sure, yeah, I want to date you, and they're like, I don't want to date you, blah blah blah. But also, I feel like, oh, god damn it, it's tough because I feel like that's like stereotypically like the man in a heterosexual yes. scenario. Is like, oh, well, like, I don't want a relationship. And, like, the girl's supposed to, like, keep going on dates with him until he's like, oh, you know what? You're special. And you are different. And I thought I I didn't want a relationship. But you you have convinced me that being in a relationship is worth it for you specifically. Yes. And here's the thing. I hate that. (laughs) I hate that trope. Right? Like, I don't know why I, I don't like it 
But there are things about it, especially when it's straight couples, that I'm just like, ugh. I don't know. And like maybe it's just the concept of like really all that work for a man that I just like can't get can't True. get behind. I don't I don't know if that's part of it. I think that's part that's stuff that's who am I kidding? It's definitely, it's part, definitely of it. part of it. It's definitely part of it. I mean, it's funny though, because I do feel like this plays out in real life. Like in the same way that most media tropes play out in real life. Yeah. Like yep. and it's funny because it has played out in my own life, which is like when I started dating Jana. I was like, I don't want to be in a relationship. But she was also like, I don't want to be in a relationship. And I think that like is a different vibe too when you're like, yes, both of you are like, actually, we do not want to be in a relationship, but we really enjoy each other's company. And then you're like, okay, how do we navigate this? As opposed to like, but I had had situations in the past where it would be like, I don't want to be in a relationship. And like another person kept trying to like, get into a relationship with me but I was like I told you specifically I do not want to be in a relationship and then it always ended in chaos yeah because like the signals I don't know like I also feel like this is like a situation that queer women get into a lot because the lines are super blurry in queer relationships it is a gross generalization but it's fucking true like I was like I don't want a relationship but like I want to go on cute little dates I'm gonna take you on a nice picnic on the Charles River. Oh, yeah. But, like, I don't want to Casual. Date, but I don't want to date you. But, like, I think it's fun to do a cute, fun date. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so it's like, okay, like, the signals get a little – the signals in the wiring get crossed. Yeah. Significantly. Well, and, okay, so here's the problem. The problem is that I feel like a lot of times when you do this in a straight story, it's not that, right? It's a little bit more of the, like, I don't want to be tied down – I'm a bad boy. I'm yes. A, I'm a, you know, like a lone wolf. Like no woman can tie me down. <laughs> yes. Correct. And I also feel like so many times in straight examples of this, the ways in which they do get tied down, like still feel vaguely misogynistic to me. Like, what do you mean by like you're saying like because they're like, they're like you made you made me a better man. Well, and so yes. like now I'm gonna be with you, or like what? What do you mean by like the ways what that get I tied mean down? Is that, is that there's some ways a lot of times in which I feel like they can't get away from the like I still clearly only see women as objects, you mm-hmm. know? But you are a special object to me, and I'm like that doesn't cut it for me actually. Like yes. that's not good enough you know but it's so hard for them to get away from it because you've created this man who is like women are just notches on my bedpost and I don't care about any of them and then I either feel like they get into this like really gross like oh but you're just too sexy for me to resist like your sex appeal is so much that I can't stay away no other woman could be enough for me after you and I'm like ugh I hate it. Well, or it leans further into the purity part of it, I feel like. Yes. Where they're yes. like, oh, well, your wife material and all those women I was sleeping with before were not wife material. Right. And it's or like, like gross used yeah. up. Like, and it's yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. does wife material even mean? Right. So so here's the thing. I hate that. Yes. Right. I mean, I that's it. valid. But here's why I think it was sticking with me. Right. Is that. Um, when you when you read those who wait or when we talk about some of the other ones that we're going to talk about, I feel like there's this difference that like plays up exactly what you were talking about, which is that I feel like when you see this trope done 
in queer settings, more commonly than not, the way the trope plays out is that the character who's like, I'm a lone wolf, I'm not tied down, I don't need a relationship. And then they're like in a relationship and they're like, it's not a relationship. I just enjoy spending all of my time around them and I miss them when they're not here. And I think about yes. them all the time and I just want to do really cute, sweet things for them because I, they said this and I know it would make them really happy and I just want to see them be happy all the time. But like, I'm not dating them. I just want to spend every night cuddling together after we have sex because that way we can wake up together and I love waking up next to them but like it's not a relationship <laughs> I just saw this book and I thought of them so I bought it for them and you're like okay yes it's okay. like like it's like actually like okay I'm trying to be independent and not date but then I'm like falling in love with someone rather than like I'm falling in yes, love with rather someone. than exactly. like I'm trying to be independent and not date because I am a, a misogynistic pig yes and you have turned yes. not into a misogynistic pig thank you and so here is where, like, I feel like some of the the things that, like, jumped out at me is, like, what are other times that I've seen this play out? And I want to talk about some of them because they're not all the same. And some of them, some of them work for me and some of them, therefore, don't, right? And I think the first one I want to talk about is actually, like, it feels to me like this plays right into the, like, Santana Lopez, like, Santana and Britney's storyline, right, of, like... I don't, I'm not dating you. I don't need to date you. I don't get tied down. Like, I I can just fuck whoever I want. And like, I this is my life and I can do what I want and I'm not attached, right? And then it's like, no, actually, I like desperately need you to like function and like survive and like, let's get married, yeah, yeah. right? The usual. Like, that that type of thing for me, I'm like, yeah, love it. Eat that shit up. Like, give me all that. <laughs> love it. It's great because it's great, right? Yes. Well, it's also just like the like, but to be it, it to be fair, Santana is also a little bit of that vibe. She she is a little right. So it yes. is like it is like she doesn't want to be tied down because she wants to sleep with whoever she wants. So like, is that? But she's also lying yes. to herself, right? Like everybody knows she's lying to herself. She's like desperately in love with Britney. She's just trying to pretend that she's yes. not. And then it's like, okay, never mind. I am. Yes. Right. And like that, that I can like I can I can roll with that. That's good for me, right? But then I think about like what the the first ugh, God, the first person who jumped to mind for me when I tried to think about like what are examples of like times where I feel like even as queer women we like still fall into this like vaguely misogynistic layer of this, and that's like I mean Shane. Can we get through any episode talking about archetypes in the queer community without saying the word Shane? No, no. But no. Listen, <laughs> the damage that Shane has done to us as a community is everlasting. Yes, <laughs> it is. It is a gift that keeps on giving. It we will never recover. Like we will never recover from the damage. I also that feel Shane like I don't know. Done. This is like Shane is complex, but but Shane is also like a character she is. that is written as like sort of a man but a queer woman, right? In terms of like stereotypes, mm-hmm. like like in terms of like okay, Shane is very much like I sleep with whoever I want to sleep with, and like I do not do relationships because. I don't get emotionally involved and blah, blah, blah. And it's the women who start dating Shane. They are the ones who have to like break through Shane's emotional armor. And yes. You know what I mean? Like, so it's the same. Okay. I mean, it's very similar. 
in terms of dynamics. But here's the thing. And it is, but I also feel like maybe when I say we will never recover from the damage Shane has done to us, maybe what I mean specifically is that like, then Shane was there a greater betrayal than making, then yes, then yes, then making us believe that Carmen had become that person? Because this is, like, this is a trope. This is a whole thing, right? That you're like, can they win their heart? And you, and we all watched Shane and Carmen, and we all rooted for them, and it was hot as fuck, and it was, we just wanted to keep watching Carmen, let's be real with ourselves. And, (laughs) so true. And then, to like, that, oh, that last minute, like, just, knife to the gut of being like no actually you can't change her I know. and you're like oh, how dare you to like, be fair though dare you maybe it's a good point that you can't change her because even in freaking current generation q girl cannot be changed so like i also think the l word really does polyamory dirty does like like because i'm like Shane is the perfect really character does. to, like, actually explore ethical non-monogamy in a healthy way. But the only thing that she does... Shane, Shane's never done a healthy thing in her life, listen. In her entire life, right? In her whole and, like, life. Like, we still have, like, people being like, oh, well, now... It's like, okay, now Tess has changed Shane. And it's like, no, Shane will never... Like, we keep seeing these played out, too. It's like, it's hard to differentiate, but I do feel like... We have to also pay attention when someone keeps telling you something. Yeah. Right? I like, mean, that's I agree, the thing. but like, I, but it's so hard to have had that moment of being like, she's going to get married. And you feel like that's the payoff, right? And you feel like it's there and you think that Carmen's earned it. And then they just rip it away and they see, rip but, it away. I know, but see, that's the point is like when you say like Carmen has earned it, like why should we be watching these scenarios where it has to be a woman who like earns some But that's uh, what I'm saying. I hate it. monogamy. I hate it. Who has said they well, don't want to do it. I hate it. And I also think, here's the thing, you would think that this would be like, oh, it's a cautionary tale. Like, listen, queer women, you can't always change her. But I don't think that's what people learned they from that scenario. They did not take that away from that, no. No, they were I like, think people watched oh, it and Carmen's were like, wow, the Carmen right person. wasn't enough, yes. but I could yes. be the right person. And you're like, but no. No, that's no. not right. It's not how it happens. Like, it's not, it's not it. And I just, I don't know why, like, there's just... There's something about it where, like, there's times where it works and then there's times where you're just like, no, you have done us a disservice. And, like, to me, Santana works for me. Shane does Shane does not, mm-hmm. you know? Like, it well, just doesn't. Well, for me, Shane doesn't work because, like I said, because Shane never learns. And also, like, they didn't actually, like, I think not that there's like only a few storylines you can tell, but like the storylines they're telling with Shane are just like continuously toxic. There's no payoff. <laughs> I mean, that's the, the I guess the toxicity, the toxic is the toxic storylines story is the payoff. But yeah, like I'm like, there's opportunity here for Shane to just like be like, this is me, and I need to be with someone who's not. Like, I, Shane is not monogamous, but that's, like, a whole other thing. But yeah. but I think also, like, we tell these stories in using the lens of monogamy as well. So it's, like, yeah, 
it's tricky when someone's like, I don't want a relationship when like really maybe they don't want a monogamous relationship, but then they fall in love with someone and then they're like, okay. But it's, but the thing is, is like there are legitimate reasons, right? So like in that book, having a political career that you don't yes. want to jeopardize, like that's a, le- that's a legitimate reason, right? I'm also thinking like this did bring up vibes of like mm-hmm. Steprol for me, right? Where like, April kind of has this thing where she's like, hey, like, I'm cool with, like, whatever it is that we're doing if it's, like, kind of on the on the DL, but, like, I can't be out in a relationship until I am out of my parents' house. Like, it, this is not a safe situation for me. It's not, like, because I don't care about you. I just can't I do think, this right like, now. That's why right? the queer ones are different than the straight ones, right? Because this, because the queer, the like, the, the reasons – are much They're more so yeah the reasons nuanced, are so different the reasons are, are so much different. more like you said yeah. like for safety or for like i don't know like it just is so much more like rooted in something that's not so like i'm just a sexist pig how many times can i say misogynistic <laughs> or sexist in this episode but but like yeah. are not rooted in yeah, like yeah. well i'm a man and i want to be free They're like, yeah, they're much more nuanced than that. They're like, I'm in love with you, but I'm suppressing my sexuality or I'm in love with you, but like I can't come out to my family. You know, that that old trope. We love that. We do love that. Well, and so here's so. okay, so maybe this is another question is like, does this trope, does it teach us the right thing or is it setting us up? Well, I guess I guess it's like, what is it teaching us? Right. Like, but I think what it's what it does say the most is like. If you're the right person, you can change anyone. And I think that's a horrible thing for people to to learn. It's such a bad message. Like it's such a bad message. It's also like so I feel like there's something so bad about making it be about whether like mm-hmm. you as a person are enough. Like that's so Well, cuz it also ugh, yeah, it ties like so such much a into heavy... self-esteem, right? And then so they're like if you I mean, this is just like society in general with dating, but like yeah, like if somebody rejects you, if someone does not want to be in a relationship with you, there is something inherently wrong with you because they do not want to be with you. And it's yeah. like, there's like, if we take... Not because they're Shane and exactly. they're fucked up it in like every way It has to be something that you're not... But yes, it's because like, of you. It's just that you're, you're not, not enough. And and to be fair, like, the right person, quote unquote. I feel like that is a valid reason of like, you're not the right person for for a relationship with someone. But when it's like, this person who like has repeatedly said, I don't want to be in in a relationship. And then you watch something where like the perfect person for them comes along and changes everything. You want to be that person for somebody else who's like t- com- consistently turning you down, which is like just like so rough right. on your self-esteem. I just there's so I don't know. I don't know because it's so hard when I'm like there are things about this trope that like I will like I do I eat eat it the fuck up like sometimes when you do this trope well it's so fucking good it's so fucking good right like who doesn't love that who doesn't love the I'm in love with you but I'm well because there's trying there's something about myself that I'm uncontrollable like, like when you feel like oh, this person is uncontrollably in love with me, right? Or you are, like, uncontrollably in love with someone else. It's like yeah. there's something that, like, really You can't resist. Ego, You're right? irresistible. Like, yeah. This person cannot stay away from me, right? And there's, like, something exciting about yeah. that. But I think 
there has to be more nuance to it in real life. I mean, obviously, like, in media, like, people are going to paint in broad strokes also, right? But, like, just listeners out there, if there's someone who you've been chasing for a long time, like, maybe it's okay. You don't have to chase them anymore, you know? Do you just do you feel like there's just a uh, like a sea of listeners no, out there no, no, who no, are no, like no. lacy in the early not elder. like that <laughs> not like that but that's pretty funny <laughs> no I even feel like you can there's like varying degrees of what that is right of like if you if your self esteem does not feel good when you're with someone I mean yes you need to probably work on yourself and your own self esteem like another human being should not affect your self esteem so much but maybe that's not a good person to be around. Yeah. Well, what about, okay, what about this? I do I do want to talk about some of these other ones that we have down here, but I also want to ask a question first because given that you have already uh, mm-hmm. shared some of the, the beginning of your relationship, what would you say are the things that you would look for to try to decide, like, are you in a situation that could go the right way or are you in a situation with like a shame where you just need to like cut your like cut it and run I mean I think it all just comes down to like Like, communication consistently I don't know I'm just thinking about like particularly with me and Jana it was like when we first started dating we were like neither one of us want a relationship but then like every step of the way we would just like communicate with each other to be like okay like I don't really want a relationship but I do really enjoy your company and like let's see where this goes like and I think like even if you are in a relationship with someone who's like Shane or like in a situationship it just comes down to communication, right? Like if you're consistent, like if you want a relationship, you need to tell someone you want a relationship. I think the biggest thing is that people don't say that. Do you know what I mean? You won't know what kind of situation you're in unless you are open and honest with yourself and what you want from this. But there's so, it's so common for people to kind of play that like, I just won't say anything and maybe they'll like eventually notice. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm just going to like wait around. No, like I, more, I don't know if it's like a sign really, but I think it's just like a conversation you need to have at a certain point. And like, I can't really say what that point is going to be different for everyone. But like, I think, you know, like if it's like been a few months and you're like, okay, we're seeing each other pretty much every single day. Like, have a conversation. I know there's like a, there's a fear that if you have that conversation, maybe they are going to say, I don't want to have a relationship. But like, it's better that you know that before you get too deep. Yeah. You know? So I don't know if there's like signs. I can try to, <laughs> I can try to come up with signs. But like, let's, let's say signs are like, you're constantly together. If you have multiple dates every single week, you can like, sort of feel it if they are still like if they're saying i wasn't looking for a relationship but they're still like emotionally available to you when you're together do you know what i'm saying like i feel like there's like someone who's like i don't want a relationship and they're like completely emotionally unavailable when you're spending time with them like believe that but if they're like very in sync with you emotionally like when you are together i think you can also feel Mm -hmm. that you know? I do. I get that. I'm also curious about like something that we haven't talked about at all that I feel like also plays into this is does this trope do a disservice to the existence of aromantic people? I mean, what do you mean by that? Like what I mean is because, you know, like we talk a lot. We've talked before about how sometimes there's there's characters where like we as a society, especially in our media 
do not do not consistently uh historically have a tendency to grapple with like people who fall outside of the expected norms of like monogamy yeah like yes like monogamous like cishet relationships right yeah centering around romance and the one so so I feel like it's also interesting to me that like even when you have these like this archetype that is so common, this archetype of like, I don't need a relationship. I'm a lone wolf. I don't want to be tied down. And it's like it's amazing to me that if if you think about these characters, like name an aromantic character that has they are not like that has actively said they're aromantic. Right. No, they're none. Right. Like they they almost don't exist. You know, and it's like, I'm just curious. It's interesting to me that it would be such a common archetype that we want to put out there, but that the goal every time is to change them. Yeah. So you're saying that it's like, is there a scenario where this character, the core of who they are is aromantic? They are telling you. Is aromantic. I do not want a relationship. I'm aromantic. Like, I'm not interested in dating. I'm not interested in a relationship. That's not what I'm, that's not what I'm here for. That's not what I want. And I just think it's fascinating that we we see this so many times like this plays out over and over and over again. And like, do I think every single time that it needs to be that the end result is actually realizing like, hey, actually, I'm just I'm really not into this. Like I told like I told you that, you know, but it just feels I feel like, it again, it creates this expectation of like they'll always change. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Like, they'll always actually deep down want a relationship. Like, everyone deep down wants a relationship. And you're like, okay, but also, also some people, some people really maybe don't. Well, don't. that's my point, like, from the beginning. It's like, just stop trying to think you're going to change people. 
But also, I think 500 Days of Summer is a really great example of this, but like also annoying because she basically is like, I do not want to date. Like the entire time she's like, I don't want to date you. And he just keeps being like, but she's going to change, blah, blah, blah. And then they break up. And the frustrating thing about it is they flipped it on its head like, oh, not with him. It's the girl. Yeah. But they still, she basically, they talk later in the movie and she's like, oh, yeah, I did find someone like they're the right person for me. Whereas like, I feel like I wish they had left it just like, listen to what this woman is saying. She doesn't want to date. Well, that's something else that we haven't talked about, too, because we've been focusing on this primarily from the, like, the man doesn't want to date and he's, you know, just racking up his conquests and whatever. The opposite end of this, uh, on the straight side, also, when you do the, like, I'm in love with this woman and she doesn't want to date me and I'm going to win her over, almost always, I hate it. It's gross It's because of the dynamics between men and women because it's, like, she said no. And you continue to pursue her. That is a non-consensual yeah. pursuit. Yes. And it it's is so gross. So it's so gross every yes. time. It's you know what the worst thing about it is to me is like that that specific setup. I have such a hard time watching so many movies from like the 80s era. Like this happens all the time. This is so common in 80s movies to have the guy be like to have this sort of antagonistic romantic relationship, right? Where it's it's like it's a will they won't they but like they hate each other and and it's always like I'm going to wear her down with persistence and you're like uh and they never make any reason like there's never anything that changes on the guy's side to like make this woman suddenly be in love with her. It's just like you'll make her hate her so much that she loves you. And I'm like that is whew, so gross. I hate it so much and it so happens often. so often. It is also in like like 10 things I hate about you or like she's like literally like stay away from me, stop stalking me. And then eventually he's like yeah. I stalked you enough that you're going to go on a date with me. Like <laughs> that is messed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I stalked you to love. That's what it is. And it's like, oh, it's so gross. It's so gross. Yeah, we have we haven't even touched on on that one yet. It's like, oh god. I don't know why it's it's so common because it's so It's it like just the, skews me out. It's like every time. I think it's like the dynamic that they like had men and women in for so long of like the pursued and yeah. the pursuer. But it's like, it's not romantic. It's not. And it's like, it kind of, I feel like, I feel like when Harry Met Sally kind of falls into that camp for me too, you know, where it's like you watch it and you're like, is this romantic actually? Like, is it though? It's like, we hate each other. And then somehow we fall in love with each other. But like, not the, not the enemies to lovers we like. No, not at all. No. Because I'm like, no. I listen, you know me and a good enemies to lovers. Like, I am here for that shit. But for some reason, the way that it's done so commonly of just like, yeah, I will wear you down to loving me by repeatedly making you hate me is just like, because like, let's let's talk about a good enemies to lovers for like, Catradora to me is a good 
enemies to lovers example of this where you have a similar thing, right? Like Catra not out looking for a relationship through most of the series, right? True. Um, and like, sure, I we've we've dug into in our, our episode, our, our Love Essentials on She-Ra, like we've dug into some of the toxic things about this relationship. Absolutely. But I still feel like at the end, like what you end up with is a, is a scenario where Catra's like, actually, I was just pushing away something that like, I really desperately wanted this whole time. And like, it's not a secret, right? Oh, yes. Not at all. We knew it. And it's and it's not like Adora wears her down by being like. Pers- like yeah, Adora's not pursuing that at all. Adora's like. Right. Mm. They're, yeah. It's like, I realized this about myself through my own self-discovery, not you yeah. bugging the shit out of me until I said yes. <laughs> I just have never under I've watched so many movies where like that's I just the sudden change of like I hate you I hate you I hate you I hate you I must kiss you and you're like uh but why it really like, but why though like nothing changed it's quite confusing nothing changed at all yeah this this man is exactly the same as he was in the beginning and yet you have given in like it just it sends a really a really bad message about consent let's be real yeah really bad it's really bad i'm trying to think if there's a straight example of this that like i can get behind so um i was thinking about this you know like the notebook is sort of like this (laughs) and i'm like ah but i love the you do love the notebook don't you but like he he's like go on a date with me like Date me, date me, date me. And then he's like, he literally like is hanging off of the freaking, um, he's like about to hurt, harm himself if she doesn't go on a date with him. And she agrees. Like, that's like, I am going to make you date me. And then they're like, this is the ultimate love story of our time. (laughs) There's a lot of it in a book that's so toxic and I eat it up. We fight. We I mean, fight I, and we fight I will say and we it's, fight it's, and then we kiss and we make up in the rain. It's better. I mean, I will say it's better than like a lot of the things that we've been discussing. Well, yes, right? because it is like it's a little bit also of like a class story, too, where it's like she's not going on a date with him because he's poor, not necessarily because she doesn't want it. Like you can see that like she wants to date him. Yeah. But still, yeah, yeah. it's like, oh, OK, this is, you know. A little. I'm trying to think. Here's what I think I would say because it is it's it's one of the few straight rom coms that I actually still just like unironically love. Is have you ever seen Just Like Heaven? Yes, I actually rewatched it like a few weeks ago. Did you? It's with so Mark beautiful. Ruffalo. Love it. Yeah, it's Reese Witherspoon, Mark Ruffalo. I fucking love that movie. It's fucking so love sweet. it. Yeah, it's so cute. It's so funny. It's so good. And I feel like for me, it works because it's in the similar thing, right? It's like, it's not that, like, he doesn't want a relationship. Well, A, because she's dead, but, and like a ghost, but whatever. But that old thing. <laughs> that old thing. But also, like, primarily, he doesn't want a relationship because his wife died and he is, like, traumatized and hurt. Yes. Yeah. Like, and I feel like I can get behind that, right? And it and it's not like they go into it where she's like, I'm going to win him over. It's just like they happen to fall in love 
over the course of the what? events of figuring out over why she's a ghost. Over the course of like right? a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, sure. Sure, Rom-com sure, sure. But listen, like, I, st- I, now I want to rewatch. I haven't rewatched it. It was that in really a long, cute. A long time. What a great fucking movie. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. That works for me, right? Like, that falls into a lot of the same things where it's like they're not trying to force each other on the other person. He's just like, I made you a garden because you wanted it. Like, I know. And you're like, I, right? I fucking love it. I mean, just feed me that shit all day long. Like, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I can I can vibe on that. The like un, it's like the unexpected romance of it. Yeah. Not the yeah. like I'm act aggressively pursuing you as you've told me don't not to. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, I met this person or, and I was or, not looking for a relationship and I was not anticipating that this would be the thing that happened, but then I fell in love. Yeah. But then I fell in love, right? Or or it's not also the, like, what we've talked about so far, which is, like, the I'll be sexual enough that, like, you can't resist mm-hmm. the allure of my sensuality. And, like, yeah, I don't know. I just, like, none of those work for me. Like, it's not. Agreed. It doesn't do it for me. Oh, <sighs> what a trope. It's, uh, right? There's, it's something. It's something. Like, I mean, there's just a, so much nuance of it. I think also, I just, like, ugh. Lee, at some point, we really need to have an episode about monogamy. <laughs> I mean, I guess we sort I, of. I feel like you and I, you and I are the wrong people to have. I that know. Episode, I'm saying we Ellie. need to have a guest on who can talk to us about things, okay. but like because I just feel like there's so much of our media that's told through that lens, mm-hmm. and like uh, toxic monogamy. Yeah. Whereas, like, well, obviously, and it's you know? just again, it's like I was, I was thinking about it because, um, like, I, I have a, a friend who I think is sort of coming to terms with like an ace identity right now, and, and I was just, I was like, I want to point her towards like media representation of like what would help you like, un- you know, understand that way that I think you and I both always are like. It's so much easier sometimes to, like, understand when you can see yourself reflected back to yourself. And I was like, oh, fuck, like, is there? There's not a lot out there, you know? I'm like, when you look for Arrow Ace, like, real representation, I'm like, there's Biffle and then what else? Mm -hmm. Like, there's, like, not much out there. And so I feel like this, I've had this trope in my mind for a while. And then I was like, wow, this trope must suck for like arrow people who are just like wow actually maybe they just don't want a fucking date yeah. like what? yeah <laughs> don't want that and then also i was like and why is it that if i try to think about how common this trope is in the like he's just a a roguish rake who can't be tied down like why do i fucking hate that but you make it queer and i'm like yeah give me more like love it so much i don't know i just wanted to dig in so you like miley cyrus can't be tamed but not (laughs) a man (laughs) i just think listen like let's be real i have done i have been on enough of my like leah and fatten fanfic bullshit that it's like that's like their whole thing right like that's their whole trope is like fatten's a party girl and she just wants to go out and get laid and like but then they start hooking up and she's like totally in love but she wants to fight like it's the same it's the same shit Mm -hmm. it's the same trope and i'm like eat that shit with a spoon give it to me just give me more feed it yeah like Yep. Feet, yes, exactly. I'm like, just inject it straight into my veins. I'm happy, you know? But for some reason, a lot of times there's like straight pairings. Almost never works for me. Um, and there are the, like, and then there are the shades. You're gay, Lee. It's because you're well, gay. There's, listen, that's, I'm not, you're not 
wrong. I know. Like you're not wrong, okay? But there are there are some there times are definitely that it works differences, for me. and there are queer times where I'm like, "How dare you, Shane? You had Carmen, you monster!" You know, so <sighs> we will never recover. Um, we will never. Nev- I will never recover. Yes. Listen, but I mean, I think we. Anything else you want to talk about with this trope before we go to our Q and Gay? I think I don't know. I we we. I'm sure it will come up again now that we've like now that, that we've, we've really dug in. yeah really gotten into the nitty gritty of this. Um, yeah. Listeners, if you have any other examples, send them our way. I know there's a million. If you have any thoughts on it, shoot us an email. We love hearing about it. We've gotten a lot of um, messages about our dykes and shining armor lately, so keep those coming. We yeah, please send us if you have if you're like oh my god, this is this for me. Like send us yes. that because I fucking love that. That's what we need. All right, it is time for our Q and Gay. Let's do it. Q, 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 and, 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 and. Question number one. Have you ever tried to win someone into, into a relationship with you? Yes or no? I mean, win someone? I'm going to say okay, no. Okay, so I'm like, this sounds like a yes. I, no, no. Okay, here's the thing. I did have to, like, gently explain to Kelsey that we were already dating. Like, I don't know where that falls. Where does that, where does that land me on this scale? Because we were dating. She was just like, not willing to like say that in so many words. I think, I mean, I think there's always, that's not like, there's always a point in a relationship where, where you have to have a conversation of are right. we dating? I don't think I mean, that's it, like. It literally was less of that conversation. The conversation was like, you do know we are dating, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fine. I don't. <laughs> like I don't, you do, you are aware that like we are, we are already, we are dating. Yes. <laughs> But I think that's different. But I wouldn't say she was like a lone wolf who like didn't want a relationship at the time. She was just, you know, still still sort of a baby yeah. gay and uh, and coming to terms with the whole situation. Yeah. yeah. Understandable. I'm going to say no. I still think, I that's, think a that's a no. I think that's a no. Okay. Question two, Ellie. Who's your favorite lone wolf who doesn't want to date out of A, Santana, B, Shane, C, Charlotte Thompson, or D, April. Is Charlotte Thompson from that book you read? It's from the book. I was book, like, who's yes. Charlotte Thompson? I have, I have a theory people might want to vote for Charlotte. I'm going to go with Santana because I love that girl. I do too, you know? Santana, Santana, Santana. All right, question number three. What straight example of this trope works for you? A, 10 things I hate about you. B, 500 days of summer. C, just like heaven. Or D, when Harry met Sally. Listen, it's just, it's just like heaven for me. Oh, Yes. I got to go with it. Oh, yes. Okay. Question four. Who would you be, Ellie? The lone wolf or the wooer doing the wooing? That's a really hard question. Mm. I do feel like I'm a little bit of both. It depends on the scenario, I guess. But I would lean more towards the wooer. Really? I was so good to say, say lone wolf. did not want a relationship. I mean, I, didn't, I don't, but I also am like a hopeless romantic you know what yeah. I mean? So I'm like, it's a it's a difficult contradiction where I'm like, I don't want a relationship, but I like doing cute things for girls. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's so true. Or I'm just like, no, I we're big. Softies, yeah, like I'm like, oh, I, I don't listen. really want a relationship really because I just want to like go on multiple cute dates. So like I'm definitely like the in a situation where like there is dating happening. I'm the yeah. person who's like planning a cute date, not like being taken out on a date. If that's that makes fair. sense. So that's, that's why I said we were. All right. Question number five. Does the winning over the person who doesn't want a relationship trope work for you? 
A, yes. B, no. Or C, only when they're gay. I, I mean, I guess it's only when they're gay. I, I think that's the reality of it. I'm just not into the straight tropes. That's, Let's be that, real. That's understandable. I mean, that's... Who wants to watch straight people fall in love, we don't. honestly? <laughs> so, so silly. So Who silly. would do that? Remember, you can also give us your own answers to this episode's Q&A questions on our Twitter at Let's Hang Out Pod. Let me hear you say hip, 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 we're gay. We love hearing from all of you. We love continuing to build this community. And we just like to shout out some of our favorite things every episode. Um, and this week, we especially want to shout out a listener who wrote us an email. You know how we've been saying we love getting these just really long, touching um, emails. So we want to shout out our listener, uh, Antara. I hope we're pronouncing your name right. If we're not, please send us an email and let us know how, how to say your name. But we just wanted to thank you for this really lovely email. I people please stop apologizing for sending us these. They're like the best. I agree. Keep sending those emails. We love to hear it. Also, very specifically, I personally loved that you recommended We Are Lady Parts. Um, I have seen it. I was I haven't, but I am going it. to. Lee has not seen it. Yes. I feel like it was out a few years ago, so I feel like I told you to watch it, but it was like you know I tell you to watch a million things. Listen, also a few years ago was like the height of like baby life in our yeah, household. Yeah. So like it's... But it's on Peacock. It's basically okay. it's about an all women's Muslim punk band. Sold. I mean one of the members is canonically queer. The rest of the members, you know, they're in an all women's punk band. So like even if they're not canonically queer, like you're a little queer. Um and it's awesome. They fucking rock. Uh, so incredible. Great suggestion. I just want to let you know I have seen it and I do love it too. And I'm going to check it out. And thank you for emailing us. Uh, it just, we loved it. We love, we love getting to hear this stuff. Also on our Instagram, I also want to shout out jamie.rose.z, who we posted something about brunettes and blondes. And they said, what about us gingers? And I agree. What about us gingers, Lee? <laughs> how re- what a- yeah, how reductive of us. <laughs> so rude. <laughs> But I but I'm like, yes, here for the gingers. Also here for Lee's ridiculous commentary on her Instagram. What did you say? Uh, Gingers are the fiery hot Cheetos of women. Of women flavors. Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. You know, when you need a little spice. Yeah. When you you need need a little little spicy woman. That's all. (laughs) Go for that ginger. We are spicy. Listen, no one should leave me in charge of our social media. Anyways, we would also, as always, like to thank our lesbian Jesus patrons, Mark Foster, Tanya Ferguson, Sarah and Julia, Alana Rosen, Lizette Stye, A.D. Benitez, Fiona W., and Sophia Phillips, and our King Princess patrons, Amy and Ellen, Leah Henley, Andrea Doucette, and Julia Gonzalez. Thank you all so much for your support. We truly could not continue to make the show without you. Remember, you can also find us on all of the social medias. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Les Hangout Pod. You can email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com. You can check out our website at leshangoutpod.com. Whatever app you use for podcasts, make sure you subscribe so you'll be the first to know when new episodes drop. We also are posting videos on our YouTube channel. You can subscribe at youtube.com slash leshangoutpod to catch them. Let's Hang Out is an independently produced show hosted by us with audio production by me. Our production assistant is Kristen Murison and Twitter shenanigans and ridiculous Instagram comments by Liam Foster. <laughs> if you'd like to help support the podcast, the first thing you can do, it's easy, it's free. You can leave us a rating and a review wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps new people find the show.
If you want to support us on Patreon, you can do that at bit.ly slash lespatreon. We have all kinds of bonus episodes. We have seven right now so far. You can get ad-free episodes. You get access to our Less Essentials watch parties. We have one coming up for Summerland, which we will let you know about. And you can join at bit.ly slash lespatreon. If you want to get some Les Hangout merch, we have all of our designs you can get on all sorts of things like t-shirts and tank tops and sweatshirts and tote bags and all sorts of good stuff. You can find all of our designs on our Public at bit.ly slash lesshop. And remember, we have a queer production company making queer podcast musicals with guaranteed happy endings. You can find everywhere at at dollarbeanprod. You can also check out our website at dollarbeanproductions.com. You can listen to all episodes of our first show, The Flame, on any podcasting app. And if you want to help support us in making more musicals like our next show, Journey to the Heart, which we are well into recording sessions and production on, um, you can get some updates on some of the stuff we've been working on. You can join our Patreon at bit.ly slash dollarbeanpatreon. If you want to follow us individually, you can follow me at Ellie Brigida on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at LSH Foster. With that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon. soon. Let's hang out. out.